Good morning. An agreement for the release of some of the hostages being held in Gaza could be just hours away. But the Israeli Prime Minister has told his cabinet the war against Hamas will continue even if there's a temporary ceasefire. Marley Hogan is monitoring developments for us in Washington. Marley, we're still waiting for a decision. And we are. The Israeli government has that proposal. They've had it for hours. They're still going over it and we are waiting to see if they vote on that deal. It is uh, understood the deal does include the release of 50 hostages that have been held since October 7, uh, mainly women and children that would be released in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. Uh, that group too made up of women and minors. Also on the table here, a potential pause in the fighting for four or five days. That's crucial to get that aid into Gaza. Now, we are also learning that as part of this potential deal, the Red Cross could also visit the remaining hostages that have not, that will not be released as part of this initial stage to check on their welfare. The Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has uh, urged his government to back this deal. We don't know the exact details of the proposal that he's put in front of them, but he has said that it is a difficult choice, but the right choice. He was also clear to point out that this does not mean an end to the war, saying saying that despite the deal, they're still at war. There is idle talk outside, as if after the truce to return our abductees, we will stop the war. So I would like to make it clear, we are at war and we will continue the war. We will continue the war until we achieve all our objectives, eliminate Hamas, return all our abductees and missing persons and ensure that there will be no element in Gaza that threatens Israel. If the Israeli government do approve this deal, then it goes to a 24-hour judicial review stage. So it could still be some time before we see any movement on this. Uh, these negotiations are very fragile, but it does appear we are now at a very crucial stage here, Anne. Marley Hogan reporting from Washington. Thank you, Marley. 23 people are now facing charges after a pro-Palestine demonstration turned violent at Port Botany in Sydney. Hundreds had gathered to protest the unloading of a ship owned by an Israeli company. Nathan Curry has the latest. Well, things got pretty fiery here at the port last night, despite our police calling for calm as they tried to move everyone along. Uh, the group was about 400 people strong. It started very peaceful, uh, but then they tried to march down one road in particular. A police stopped that from happening. Uh, they then staged a sit-in uh, in front of one of the entries to the port, which police say uh, was blocking uh, vehicles. That was about just before 9 o'clock. Uh, that's when they started asking people to move along. Police say they didn't, uh, and that's when things started heating up. Cannot have a situation where our ports are blocked for commerce because one group or another has a political disagreement with another country. They arrested 23 people, had them in custody and questioned them overnight. Uh, and this morning they've now charged all of those 23 people uh, with multiple offences, uh, including failing to move on uh, and disrupting the port. And they'll all appear uh, in court at a later date. So it's been calm here at the port this morning, but there has still been a police presence in the area just checking on things. The Prime Minister and opposition leader have met Jewish leaders in Melbourne to show bipartisan support condemning anti-Semitic hate speech. Live to political reporter Isabel Mullen, Izzy Anthony Albanese has promised to protect Jewish people from growing violence fuelled by the war in the Middle East. 
Yeah, he certainly has, Anne. Good morning. Mr Albanese has declared his commitment to the Jewish people as anti-Semitic violence rises. At the Melbourne Holocaust Museum this morning, there was a one-minute silence for the hostages caught up in the Israel-Hamas war. The Prime Minister condemned anti-Semitism, while the opposition leader said, we are witnessing a resurgence of the same hateful thoughts and behaviours which ultimately led to the Holocaust. Jewish Australians have been bearing a pain you should never have had to bear again. And you are feeling fear. Whenever and wherever the forces of anti-Semitism are on the march, there is a need for moral courage and moral clarity. It's the first time the Prime Minister and Opposition Leader have come together after an ugly question time last week when Mr Dutton linked the release of more than 100 detainees to rising anti-Semitism. The Prime Minister accused him of weaponising anti-Semitism. Anthony Albanese and Peter Dutton sat side by side today, presenting a much more united front this morning. Anne. Isabel Mullen in Canberra. The federal government will pump half a billion dollars into protecting the country from further cyber attacks through its long-awaited cybersecurity strategy. $300 million will be spent on small to medium-sized businesses as well as individuals, allowing them to access free security measures. There will also be a major spend on protecting critical infrastructure like hospitals and the energy grid. The threat landscape is deteriorating, technology is becoming more complex and more of our communities are harmed when cyber incidents happen. But the opposition says the government has not invested enough money into the strategy.